Welcome to Positivity Strategist, a podcast that injects a good deal of optimism and possibility into your life at home and at work. Conversations with thought leaders and everyday people shine the light on what works and amplifies those everyday micro moments of positivity, irrespective of what else is going on. You'll be energized by lots of practical tips, inspiring you to live a truly satisfying and meaningful life. Hello to all you wonderful listeners, and welcome to Positivity Strategist. I'm your host, Robin stratton Burkessel, and today I'm on my own, and I'm speaking about a topic that's extremely exciting to me, being an agent for positive change. I gave myself the title of Positivity Strategist, and that's the title of this podcast as well. And I'd like to share the why, the what, and the how of all of that coming together, because more importantly, I want to focus on how I can help you, interested members of this community, have a positive impact in your world that will hugely reinvigorate not only your sense of personal satisfaction and your relationships, at home and at work, but also have you focus on your sense of purpose, your why, your contribution, and add deeper meaning to all that you do. This is really valuable content that I'm extremely excited to share. And today it's a short episode, and I'm inviting you to hang in there to the end because I've got a great offer for you that will absolutely help you be that agent for positive change in a way that speaks to your why, your sense of purpose. And I'm offering you strategies and tools that will move you along with great energy and you'll begin to see and feel results straight away. You see, in my work as a positivity strategist, there's a contagion effect. Many of the people I help professionally, either one-on-one or in community settings or organizational contexts, just about everyone I interact with also want to be agents for positive change. People begin to feel energized and uplifted and empowered and see the possible and and begin to see the opportunities that are out there and the things that are working well already. And so when they focus on what they love to do and what's important to them, when they feel at their best and they start to see positive results for all their efforts, they begin to ask, well, how else, how can I do this? What do I have to do to be able to feel this way most of the time and contribute to others? For example, you know, um, when you're at work and your ideas are heard and you know that you're making a difference, you do begin to experience a whole different energy from when you're just going through the motions without a sense of purpose or feeling that your contribution is not valued or you don't feel appreciated. Because this is what I experience, this is what I see through my work. Most people want to do good and feel valued and feel appreciated. And the way that we all can do this is in relationship with others because we don't do this stuff alone. So let me set the scene about how I came to be an agent for positive change and be a positivity strategist. So a little bit about my background story, because it all starts with pulling out the salient points of your own story and to discover the threads that connect 
the purpose of who you are and why you do what you do and what's important to you. So then I'll briefly talk about the what I do, that is helping people to be agents for positive change and finally how I do it. So you'll be able to embark on this positive change process too. So as I tell my story or parts of it, I invite you to think about your own backstory and the threads that you have woven already to create the tapestry of your life up to this point and then begin to imagine how you might want to continue to build this very beautiful tapestry that is your life and your contribution. Now, this is going to be a shorter episode than usual, probably under 20 minutes, just so that you know what to expect. So let me start with the why. Why am I focused on being an agent for positive change and why do I call myself a positivity strategist? So at the age of 16, I remember it very precisely sitting in my, at my desk. I was still a student and I stated that my career goal was to help people and I had no clue what that meant. And I thought maybe a missionary might be it but I soon lost interest in formalised religion around the same time that I came up with the idea because I realised that I didn't want to go out there and impose dogmatic views or strongly held views um, on others as I'd seen some religious zealots do. I didn't see the world as clearly just black or white and it simply didn't make sense to me that people would go either to hell or to heaven in the afterlife. I grew up in a multicultural society and was aware that there were many different ways of being in the world and there are many perspectives about all kinds of realities. In fact, there is just as many perspectives as there are people, as I like to think and say. So I eventually did become a teacher. Um, So I was helping people. I became a teacher of English as a second language and for seven years I simply loved that job. I designed and taught English language courses to immigrants in Australia. So, for example, I wrote English for doctors courses and English for engineers and English for nurses and for business administrators and for accountants and just about any profession there was, like architects and cooks and so on. I really loved teaching. It was allowing me to work to a number of my strengths, not that I knew anything about personal character strengths or talents or any of those kinds of things at the time. I just knew that I felt in the flow when I was creating content, when I was teaching adults who were so motivated to learn because they saw a purpose in why they needed to have English as their language when they were living in an English-speaking country. And I knew I was helping people make a difference for themselves in their new country to help them fulfil their dreams. So fast-track to today and after transitioning from educational settings to corporate settings and furthering my own education, I spent the next 15 years in the corporate workforce facilitating leadership development, strategy and organisation development. So the thread was there. It was still about helping people. And so when I look for that thread that links all those roles and contributions I've made, it was about teaching. It was about being a resource to help people be the best that they can be in their present moments, whatever their past situation had been, and to help them strategize their dreams for their best life and imagining what else might be and what were the possibilities. And, and I was helping them 
make that a reality and helping them get there. So I was helping people make positive change. So designing change strategies became a theme in my life and I've personally experienced many changes. So I can speak from first-hand experience. As a child, when my father travelled all over the world for his work, I moved to a different country every three to five years and I changed schools a lot. And my career, I started as an admin assistant and then I moved to teacher and then to an organisational leader and then to a consultant and coach. So I experienced many changes and in all my loving relationships, I experienced many changes. And then I also experienced changes in my health. I went from being incredibly fit and teaching fitness on the side and competing a triathlon, which I'm very proud of, to being diagnosed with a stage four cancer. So life is all about change and it's how we, we experience the journey of change that became a, a real topic of great interest to me and I put my efforts and my studies into that. So this is the why, the why I was doing what I was doing and loving my work was very clear for me. I felt fulfilled and my values were being met and I could see the positive changes I was making in other people's lives. I was being an agent for positive change. I was being a positivity strategist and I loved it and I knew it was my passion, my purpose and why I was doing it. It was my why. And then around 2000, so that's 15 years ago, I discovered that my own intuition and my desire to focus on the good in our world and in people, I wasn't alone. In fact, there was a huge body of multidisciplinary research that focused on positive organisations and positive communities um, and included positive psychology. And I was in my element. I devoured what I could And I went off again and I got credentialed in some of these new disciplines that focus on strengths rather than weaknesses and on health rather than health and, and well-being rather than disease and illness and on what works in our communities rather than what's broken. So my calling, my why, my sense of purpose was affirmed and it was legitimized. <laughs> Interesting how I wanted it all that validated, right? So I was seeing the positive results and I was able to help people achieve for themselves and they also were making a positive difference. So once they get the wow and once you say, wow, I can affect positive change and influence others, you begin to seek to get some clarity around your own calling, your own sense of purpose, your own why and you begin to want to know how you can do more of that. So for me, what that looked like was I started to create materials and resources so that people could do it for themselves, so that they could be their own agents of positive change and that they could discover their own mojo, the fire in their bellies and the joy that comes with getting greater clarity and finding your own expression of your sense of purpose and, and feeling fulfilled and affecting positive change in your own life, but how that also impacts the lives of others in your circles. Now, in reality, as I reflect, I had been doing this right from the beginning 
when I started teaching English as a second language. But now, with all my further professional studies, I had found the theory and the science that legitimized my own calling. So I moved from the why to the what. That's when I started to create these materials. And then the next step was the how. How would I bring all this together? And I'm using the why, the what, and the how, which is the language of Simon Sinek. And if you haven't already, if you're not one of those 23 million plus people who've watched his wildly successful TED Talk, which is called How Great Leaders Inspire Action, I encourage you to watch that because this will this will support what I'm saying here and help move you along to do your why and your what and your how. So by creating the materials, I was moving into the what, you know, what's the product? So for example, I'm not going to go into all that detail here now, but if you want to go to the homepage of my website, and that's positivitystrategist.com, you'll see a number of resources or products that I've developed to help people do their best work, starting with discovering the best of themselves, because you really have to get clarity around who you are and what your sense of purpose and what's calling you, what's your why. So some of these products that I developed are tangible products. For example, um, my book, which is called Appreciative Inquiry for Collaborative Solutions, 21 Strength-Based Workshops. And that was published in 2010 by John Wiley. And that was created mainly for community and organisations because it had a whole, it has a whole range of topics about how you can engage in conversation and, um, and move people to make positive changes in a range of topics. So, for example, and I'll just pull up my book now, so, for example, these 21 strength-based workshops, some of them, here's, um, here's some. One is called Creating Change Positively, right, right on topic. Another one, for example, is Unleashing Creativity for Continuous Innovation. Um, another one, Flourishing Communities. Another, Peak Performance, Being in the Flow. Um, and another one, for example, Generations Working Together. So that's just an example of some of these collaborative workshops where you're helping people focus, discover their own strengths in these topics and and begin to identify how they can do more of that. Um, Also, you'll see on my homepage there that I created an iPad app called Embracing Change. And that was designed for individuals and coaches to be able to follow the appreciative inquiry change methodology in helping people make the changes they want and then also facilitate others to create changes that are meaningful for them. And then also another example of one of these products that I have created, which is the what to support my why, is my online video-based course, which is all about how to be an agent for positive change. And then there are other services such as trainings and talks and coaching and design and facilitation of workshops and so on. So these are just some examples of the what that I created and you can think for yourself, you know, what be some of the services or products that you might create in order to support bringing your passion to life and being the positive agent of change that you also can be. So let me move on to the last 
of these three, the how. And, um, and so how do or how can I help you be an agent for positive change? So the how is really in the content. Um, the how is the content, the processes, the different tools and resources, technologies, methodologies and practices that make up the products and services that will support and facilitate the opportunity for you and for others. And the methodologies that I've incorporated into my products are grounded in science and theory, for example, positive psychology, especially the science of positive emotions, because emotions are drivers of human motivation and relationships. And, um, you know, we experience them all from the highest of the high to the lowest of the low, and we need them all. And they do have different effects on us. And they do impact how our brain works and how our bodies respond. And they do propel us into action or not. So they inform us of our very sense of who we are in the world. And then there are other methodologies such as, um, you know, a range of methodologies from the human and organization development practices um, that I've studied over the years. So for me, my focus has been in almost 30 years, um, has been very strongly on participatory whole systems methods that seek to include as many stakeholders as possible in change because people support what they themselves create. And you know that. There's a big difference in being told to do something or have something done to you versus coming up with the idea yourself. Because when you come up with the idea yourself, you're much more committed to it. You're, you feel more empowered. You want to show your leadership. You want to take responsibility. So it's much more meaningful for you, for you to come up with your own ideas. So some of these participatory methodologies that I have included um, into my product uh, offerings are appreciative inquiry, the art of hosting, um, open space technology, world cafe, search conferencing, uh, future search. Um, And they're all about designing experiences for people to come together to hold conversations, generative conversations and find solutions to things that they care about they feel passionate about, um, they want to take responsibility for, and they feel a sense of urgency to make it happen. So these are some of the methods that are the how to make us um, or help us become positive change agents. So there's my why, my what, and my how. And I would love for you to think about that for yourself, for you to be to put you on the path to being an active agent for positive change. So if you'd like to learn more, um, let me invite you again to go to positivitystrategist.com because there's all these resources there. And if you're specifically interested in the course, Be an Agent for Positive Change, go to positivitystrategist.com slash PS44 where you'll be able to enroll in my course. Now, this is a video-based course and it has accompanying notes and activities and exercises for you to do. It's self-paced, so you can do it in your own time. And um, as I say, if you go to positivitystrategist.com slash PS44, you'll be able to enroll for a very special price for listeners 
of this episode. And that price is $22. So this is positivity strategies forward slash PS44. So I'm halving that 44 to $22. Now the full price of this is actually $199. So it's a pretty good discount of around 90%. And if you were to go to Udemy, the platform on which this course is hosted, you'll see there that you, you know, you'd need to pay $199 to do this course. So the discount code will be available on the show notes page and that again is positivitystrategist.com slash PS44. So that's a great offer. I hope you might consider it because I have a really strong sense that you as a listener to Positivity Strategist are an agent for positive change and you would like to get some more of the tools and resources and supports to help you to do that. So that's my show for today. So thank you for listening in. Thank you always for listening in. And I hope to welcome you into my course to be my part of the community, be an agent for positive change and all the benefits that you'll experience from participating in some very exciting content. And I'm very, very confident you'll get clarity around your own why. So you can be notified of new episodes by email. Links to all these suggestions are available on positivitystrategist.com forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening. And remember, what you focus on grows. So grow towards your best.